0: The jersey number of NFL players in many cases are assigned by the team, adhering to the positional numbering restrictions afforded by the rules. However, there have been some special stories of players wearing a number per their request for meaningful reasons. In this edition, we'll explore some of the fascinating stories as to why the number fits the player, and it's all coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. We are very excited today to be talking about some of the great uh, jersey numbers and some of the players that wore them and some reasons why they chose their numbers. But before we do, we want to make you aware of a couple different uh, pieces of information. First of all, you can join our newsletter. It's totally free. It's easy to sign up for. You can cancel at any time. It's found at uh, the show notes of this very podcast or at the top of pigskin dispatch or jerseydispatch.com find out everything is going on in the pig pen and in the sports history world for that particular day every single morning about 6 30 a.m in your email inbox also we want to let you know that we have our first book out the world's greatest pro gridiron team it's out very easy to get to It is on amazon you can find it at pigskindispatch.com go right into the uh show notes or i'm sorry you can find it in the show notes also or you can go uh, right on pigskindispatch.com and order through there or through your amazon account the world's greatest pro gridiron team by darren l hayes we're going to talk about jersey numbers today and uh we seem to know a lot about jersey numbers after all we have a whole website about it a sports jersey dispatch podcast and jerseydispatch.com but We're going to talk about National Football League jerseys and some of the stories of why certain players wore the numbers that they did or maybe they currently wear them. We're going to talk about uh, some of those and uh, I think you're going to maybe appreciate these numbers a little bit more because of the meaning they have to the players that wear them. First, we're going to start off with number seven. Now, Ben Roethlisberger, the renowned quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, chose to wear the number seven jersey throughout his illustrious career. His decision to don this particular number stemmed from his deep admiration for legendary quarterback John Elway of the Denver Broncos, who played, you know, about a generation before Roethlisberger. I don't believe they ever faced against each other. I believe uh, Elway retired at the end of the 1990s, and Roethlisberger didn't come in the NFL until 2004. So there's probably a five or six years of separation here. Now, Elway was a two-time Super Bowl champion and Hall of Famer. He served as a role model for Roethlisberger, and wearing Elway's number seven jersey was a way for Roethlisberger to express and respect to emulate his idol. Now, Roethlisberger's admiration for Elway extended beyond just the number choice. He adopted many of Elway's playing styles and leadership qualities, striving to replicate Elway's success on the field. Roethlisberger's dedication honoring Elway's legacy is evident throughout his career, uh, both by extending plays of his feet and escaping the pocket and being hard to tackle and trying to get those tough yards when you have to. And the number seven jersey became synonymous with his own accomplishments. At the root, though, Elway had an interesting story on why why he wore number seven. When John arrived to play at Stanford, he was disappointed to find out that the number 11 that he had worn in high school was not available. The only numbers available to quarterbacks at Stanford at the time that were legal were the number seven and 12. And Elway opted for the less common seven. Now, it seemed like all of the top NFL quarterbacks of the 70s had wore number 12. Joe Namath, Roger Staubach, Bob Greasy, Terry Bradshaw, and Ken Stabler. And these guys accounted for nine of the first 14 Super Bowls uh, as the starting quarterbacks. But Elway wanted to buck that trend and not be the common being number 12. He wanted to sort of be his own man and wear number seven. So scarcity and uniqueness. Elway appreciated that number seven was not widely used among athletes all the time, at the time, and he felt it gave him a distinct identity and set him apart from the others. It was his personal preference. Elway just simply liked the number seven. After all, it's a lucky number, and he found it aesthetically pleasing. And he felt a connection to the number seven. And boy, did he play like he did. So two great quarterbacks wear number seven. Two different stories for a common number. How about some modern day numbering? That's for DeAndre Hopkins wearing number 10. Now he chose his number 10 when he went to the Arizona Cardinals after a trade as a reminder to somebody important to him. Hopkins tweeted after he was traded that he chose the number as a reminder of his cousin, who chose a lifestyle of selling drugs and doing some other nefarious activity. He got busted and was sentenced to serve 10 years in prison for the crime. It was a pivotal moment in time for DeAndre, who was a little bit younger than his cousin, who made a decision right there and then to concentrate on playing football rather than going into some, let's say, uh, illegal activities like his cousin had. So he went to Clemson and eventually into the NFL with that drive to be a professional football player. That number 10 represents the honor, not only to his cousin, but to the choice that he personally made to go the straight and narrow and to do something with his life. Great story there. How about another modern day player? Probably the best in football at this time, Patrick Mahomes wearing the number 15 star quarterback for the kansas city chiefs it's a kind of a unique number that number 15 and he wears it for a couple of reasons first of all it's a symbol of new beginnings when mahomes joined the chiefs in 2017 his preferred number five was already taken by cairo santos instead of choosing another commonly used number Mahomes opted for 15, signifying his readiness to embrace a new chapter in his football career. It was a distinct identity as Mahomes recognized that 15 was an unconventional number for a quarterback, and he welcomed the opportunity to stand out from his peers. The number became a symbol of his individuality and the daring style of play that he exhibits. Now, Mahomes has mentioned that he has always had a personal connection to the number 15, He believes it represents his creativity, adaptability, and ability to make big plays on the field. Over the years, Mahomes has made the number 15 his own, etching his name among the NFL's elite quarterbacks. The number has become synonymous with his exceptional talent, unwavering determination, and ability to lead his team to victory. And there's no doubt, when you say number 15 in the NFL nowadays, it means Patrick Mahomes. He has owned that number. But maybe one of the best stories and most fitting tributes to a number was one that a legendary Oakland Raiders player wore. Jim Otto had donned the number fifty while he played in college for the Miami Hurricanes. As a pro, he changed it up a little bit and wore jersey number double zeros for two primary reasons. First of all, it represented Otto's nickname, which was Otto a play on his last name and the number zero the double zero effectively reinforced his nickname and added a dis- distinctive flair to his on-field persona and if you sit there and you take those zeros and turning them into os it auto starts with o ends with o now you put a couple t's in between he got his last name on there and the number zero was relatively uncommon in football at the time. As a matter of fact, it was legal soon after that he wore it in the NFL till just recently. So probably about 50 years it, had to, it was not allowed to be worn in the NFL. And Otto's consistent performance and intimidating presence made him synonymous with the number. It became a symbol of his dominance and unwavering dedication to the game. Otto's choice of double zero was unconventional. But yet memorable, we still remember to this day, reflecting on his personality, solidifying his place as one of the greatest, most recognizable figures in Raiders history. And when you see that double zero in black and silver, you know that's Jim Otto. The number became so closely associated with Jim that the team has retired the number to this day, uh, even when its legality came back around. So there you have it. There's some great stories on jersey numbers and why players chose them. And we'll try to have some more of these come up here over the span of time here. I hope you enjoyed it. We're sure glad you were able to join us for a little bit of football history, talk about some jersey numbers and some real good things. Uh, We'd love to have you join us on our newsletter. Or just come on over to the website, Pixie Dispatch and JerseyDispatch.com and uh, listen to the podcast as it comes out. Make sure you save it on your uh, favorites for your podcast, and uh, we'll let you know when it comes out each and every time by uh, the newsletter or on pigseanddispatch.com. Until next time, everybody, have a great Gridiron great Day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast.
1: This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network.